Hello everyone and welcome back guys to a brand new video where today we're back once more with the Unnamed Motorsport Podcast. Yes, Jamie and I return this week to review a Russian Grand Prix that delivered something. Yes, there was actually action from Sochi. But before we dive into that, Jamie, how do you get on on this week, mate? I'm doing very well. It was a uh, university freshers week last week, so I'm a bit shattered. But other than that... Which, I must admit, I don't really understand when you're in third year. I'm or in fourth, fourth year, year technically, yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're in third no, year, but you're fourth year it was mostly just helping uh, working for my society. I was doing stuff like basically more than a full-time job every day. So, yeah. More right, more than a full-time job. I was Is this up gonna at bring seven every morning. Pain? I'm usually back about yep. eleven at night. So, <laughs> I think that's called slave labour. But okay. Yes. <laughs> so, wait, no. So you you were doing sixteen-hour days. Not not straight work, but I was out of the house for that long. That's so, just yeah. called being social. Yeah, it's but social for a week. Okay, that's what? Difficult. Yeah, fair enough. I can relate to that. I can't remember the last <laughs> time I went out at seven in the morning and wasn't at home by about yeah three those days. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Russian Grand Prix then. Already drama before we moved into it. Haas confirmed their lineup for next year. Oh wow, the big it's news! It's exactly the same as it is currently. Yeah, you could have seen that coming. No, it was it was felt a bit like Alonso when he was announced for Alpine for next year. It was sort of they're like, wasn't that already announced? Yeah, and when wasn't that Aston already Martin like done? Stroll and Vettel, like, I'm sure they both had contracts beyond this year anyway. Well, Lance Stroll has still never officially been announced suppose, for Aston yeah. Martin slash Force India. <laughs> he's just there, like, isn't he? He's, he could be gone at any moment, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, four more drivers confirmed. It means there is one seat left on the Formula 1 we grid. We know that's going to. And, we love it. <laughs> and we hate the fact it's not Oscar Piastri, because really be he's fair, the only man that deserves it. I now admit Piastri is doing incredibly well and will win the title. <laughs> but, Piastri is... They Piastri both, could wrap yeah. it up before Abu Dhabi. They both deserve a Actually, seat. no, because it's meant to be three races. If drivers like Latifi and... Like, drivers who finished second in F2. Lando Norris finished second in F2. And he's doing but pretty he well. But he was also in a pretty competitive year. Piastri's good. Ticton's really You've good. You've got to admit, 2017 was far more competitive it than... It was also 2018, but yeah, you're right. 2018, sorry, yeah. Because Charles Leclerc dominated 17, didn't yeah. he? When, he? when his car had a floor on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Prima but, Sachs. Yeah, I think... Exactly, exactly. Well, they couldn't even win F3 this year, so what does that tell you? Um, I mean, that's because they had... Arthur Leclerc, Arthur Leclerc. He's an absolute Leclerc, maniac. I'm, like I say, I think I said this in every podcast. Anytime you see him, he's, he's just... flying off the track <laughs> at the back of a shot at like 170 miles an hour. Pretty much. Or like Take someone else's front wing. He just is it's incredible. I watched Austria, and I'm just there like... I'm adamant <laughs> I've seen him crash already in this race. It's so regular, you just forget how often it happens. Exactly, right. exactly. But yeah, Piastri, not going to make it to F1, is the big sad. He will make it, I'm... not next year though. It worries me that he might not. It worries me he might go down the route of Callum Eilat. And after watching him at IndyCar Long Beach last night, that was, well, it was the big depression for Pato Award as well. <laughs> it, it was not a day to be a McLaren <laughs> no, fan not at all. by any stretch of the imagination. But of course, we'll get onto that in just a moment. Now, onto the real news then, before the weekend. Of course, was Max Verstappen taking an engine penalty Again, not really too surprised by that because obviously he already had the three place pen for taking out Hamilton. A completely fair penalty as well. I think we can both agree. Um, I'll, I'll hold my tongue. <laughs> do you genuinely don't think that was fair, do you? Racing incident, for sure. If it was the other way around, no. obviously Hamilton would have backed out because he's wet. But exactly. Racing incident, for sure. No. No. But, like, for Red Bull, well, for Verstappen particularly, starting fourth or probably sixth, knowing how good Mercedes are at Sochi. 
it's exactly the same as starting 20th. So it made perfect sense to take the Pretty entry penalty. Much, yeah. Well, you say that Mercedes that good at Sochi. I mean, historically, I didn't watch any practice or qualifying, so I yeah, can't tell you. Red Bull, are, Red Bull have got a car that can at least match them yeah. pretty much everywhere now as well. But yeah, so we obviously saw Max Verstappen with grid penalties, so he basically didn't take part in qualifying. Qualifying, though, was all kinds of drama, Jamie. Did you did you manage to watch qualifying? Uh, No. Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> I, I caught. Did I catch the last five minutes or something? I can't remember. I don't think I watched any of it. You don't. You just but did. Did you know there was a Grand Prix this weekend? I Russia? did. Yeah, I can't remember what I was doing. I'm, li- on I'm literally hosting a podcast with someone that hasn't doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know, I've seen the highlights, so I'm fair just enough, a casual. What the point, six so. minutes package on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Well, to be fair, I actually missed qualifying live. I got home from work at about ten past three. So Lando Norris was on pole position <laughs> with Science Carlos Sainz and Russell. George Russell and I just thought to myself what the hell has happened? <laughs> Actually no, it was ten past two, sorry not ten past three. That's yeah. why I missed it because qualifying was an hour earlier than it should be when I finished work at two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, was left very very confused. I then had to take my sister out for a night out and so was racing home to make sure I could watch it on Channel 4. Oh, I forgot Channel Must 4 admit, That's a great idea. What's that? I could watch stuff on Channel 4 when I don't watch Did the Did you never night. think to do that? No. <laughs> You're a moron. That's a great, and they've you got watch good them now. They put them on 4 on demand. That's, oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Well, we yeah, know the future. I'd, I'd recommend recording them, though, because I must admit, I watched qualifying. I don't have a TV. I can't do that. And they spend half an hour. I'm sorry. I've just rolled my eyes at <laughs> the camera, but I've seen you just won't have seen that. Um, yeah, I... I'm, they spent like half an hour like going around the Red Bull factory before and I'm sort of like get on with qualifying it was drama I want to see that it could be like a 40 minute show if you need it to be I don't care what DC and Webber are talking about going around their old factory like seriously just get on with qualifying I mean Alex Jakes and DC in the com box is that's a much better commentary just, like than Sky to be fair yes yes exactly um, as well there but yeah Q1 and Q2 were not too dramatic of course it was just really q3 wasn't it obviously we saw yeah. george russell sneak through into q3 again as well we'll talk about how where we actually believe the williams ranks uh, in just a moment as well there and obviously yeah qualifying three was really odd though because if you went out at the wrong time onto soft tires you then had enough time to heat them up until they were then the right tire to go out with rather than going out on the right tire at the at wrong the right time yeah it was very it was, strange. It was very, very weird. It was one of those sort of proper you only see it once every five years kind of F1 weekend, wasn't it? Austria where, like, 16, just... Hulk on the front row. Brazil exactly. Brazil just... Hulk on pole. My go. Yep. Um, yep. Well, Shane, where did, he, where did he end up on that one at Hungary again, sorry? Uh, back Austria, uh, Austria even? I think fifth by turn one. Was it fifth by turn one or like <laughs> yep. eighth by the end of the first lap? See, what, what we, only, we only remember what Saturday there. You only yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Um, ignore ignore the yeah. background of the Rosberg pictures. We we don't talk about that. No, exactly, exactly. So yeah, we we talk. We ended up with Lando Norris on his very first pole position in Formula One. Carlos Sainz alongside him. First front row. George for him Russell P3. Yep, first front row for Carlos Sainz. <laughs> George Russell P3. The first time since 1975 the three drivers in the top three grid positions had never won a Grand Prix between them at the time. Wow. That's crazy. That's a stat and a half 1975, that's long ago. That's 45 that's years ago. That's almost as old as my, my dad. Hasn't failed. 46 years ago. Yeah, it's almost as old as my dad as well. <laughs> How worrying is that? My dad's ancient. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I think my dad's younger than yours, isn't he? 1970. Yes, yes he is. Um... <laughs> 
that was a very weird <laughs> off-topic thing to go into. GDPR's gone wild there. In. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so we get to the start of the Grand Prix then. There is so much hype. Before that, I've just remembered, Bottas then announced he was taking grid penalties oh, so as well. so stupid. He's such a, like... He's just completely turned into Mark Webber. But worse. I say Felipe Massa. Oh, yeah, Felipe Massa. Else there. Yeah. Yeah, it was... I, I, again, I'm, I'm trying to see this from a neutral fan. Everyone knows exactly why Mercedes did it. Yeah. But the false reasoning they gave kind of makes sense as well. I mean, he's got so many engines now. <laughs> he's got uh, basically two engines now that you can chop and change parts between yeah. to the end of Which the year and he won't get penalised yeah. for. Exactly. So it does mean, on the other hand, constructors-wise, they're pretty... I would argue now Mercedes, unless Perez suddenly gets good Mercedes again. Mercedes are famous for constructors. I don't Mercedes think are pretty in. safe now. Yeah. Although it's still within, like, is it 30 points gap or something? It's, it's not, 33, it's not I want to say now. But yeah, I don't know why they did it. Like, obviously they did it to get him closer to Verstappen, but they should have known that Max was going to be like 12th by lap four anyway. So just keep him in seven. Well, exactly. We'll, we'll talk about that in just yeah, yeah. a moment, won't we? But yeah, Um. so we get to the start. Sainz flies past Daniel Ricciardo down towards turn one. Ricardo, Hamilton. Ricardo's behind him. Sorry, Lando <laughs> even. Uh, Hamilton obviously almost gets to the inside he as well. He could have got the lead, but it would have also been in a and, plane crash. So he bailed out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so obviously, yeah, Hamilton then ends up like P8 by the end of that yeah. one, wasn't it? it was like P7. I was sorry, so the confused. I don't know if you saw this, but because of the lighting and stuff, I think it was Stroll and Vettel were near Hamilton. And I was thinking it yeah. was another Mercedes. It looked like Bottas was up in like. Yes, yeah, six. no, I know what you mean. I was so confused. Yeah, yeah. Stroll, yeah, went down the outside of Hamilton <laughs> yeah. towards Turn 1, which I was is thinking something Bottas I don't think any of us ever 20, thought we'd 10 say. Places. Exactly. Well, again, we'll talk about those starts in a moment. We saw Fernando Alonso. <laughs> That was so I'm funny. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but people claiming that was clever are more. It is clever. It, it's no, it's just stupid. The fact that this wasn't like dealt with before. If the, the double race. diffuser is clever, then that's clever as well. It's just completely seeing a loophole on the rules and going for it. It's so clever. Yeah, but you've got to admit, if Hamilton had done that and taken the lead, it would have been you would have been fuming. The thing is, if it was someone more important, had taken like. And if they'd actually like taken the lead from it or something, they would have absolutely penalised it. There were two drivers that would have got away with that right in Formula One. Even most people like <laughs> three drivers then that would have got away with that with most people's eyes in Formula One. That's Alonso because he's washed up and everyone feels sorry the fact he can't choose a good team in Formula One and then everyone hates him with any sort of say in the sport. Sebastian Vettel because Twitter is just a melt for him still. <laughs> And Kimi Raikkonen because Kimi don't give a shit. Yeah, he just does what he wants and no one really cares. Exactly. Also, good race, Kimi. We'll get... Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that as well, won't we, in just a minute. Obviously, returning back to Formula One. Uh, so then we. In Russia then very quickly becomes what we'd expect from Russia over the next few laps. You got Hamilton stuck in the Russell Ricardo. Uh, Russell Stroll Ricardo train, doesn't he? Four Mercedes powered cars from four different teams in a row. Um, so obviously Hamilton just can't do anything because they're stuck in an order where the car in front of them is slightly, slightly faster yeah. down the straights, <laughs> but not enough that you can't close up through the corners. Yeah, it was, it was very strange. It was very, very weird, wasn't it? Also, like, this is the, the part least that I didn't watch, was at the front. So. 
there was basically no well this was again what I was going to get into in just a moment so the next few laps sort of fold away we watched Verstappen overtake Bottas in what was the most Bottas style defence I've <laughs> I ever saw seen that. That in, was very funny. it didn't exist <laughs> six laps in and Bottas has gone, yeah, go by, mate. Honestly, it's fine. Just get on with yeah, it. Yeah, see you later. Like, what? I, did it's you see uh, so David Coulthard's commentary over it as well? Very, very good. No. He said, is Bottas going to Alfa Romeo next year or Alfa Tauri? Because he basically let him through. <laughs> he did. It was mad. Like, <laughs> I'm not a Bottas fan, but as someone that wants to see Mercedes do well, it is so depressing watching Bottas. If anyone comes up behind you, you think, there's no point in even thinking he'll defend anymore. Because yeah. he just never does <laughs> how can a man spend this much time in formula one and not once defends his position or even if he does he then just locks up and goes straight yeah. on he's, like he is it's just basic racecraft that you learn through go-karts he just doesn't seem to have any of it i think it was, was summed up perfectly a baku yeah i was gonna say <laughs> like baku just showed up he looked like a formula three driver that had suddenly been put in a formula one car and was told you bring it home in one piece or you're paying yeah because he was just like people were streaming down the inside down the outside and we've spoken about it before haven't we Bottas tax and overtakes (laughs) everyone on the grid knows if you're coming up to Bottas you go for it it because you'll jump out of the way (laughs) it's so so sad but yeah just it was prime Bottas hours then yeah like we said obviously the race gets pretty dull Race directing as well was horrendous. I saw a stat on Reddit, I think it was. There were 85 overtakes and we saw 24 of them. Is that now 24 on the main that, screen or the side little box as well or not? I think that's both. I that's think. That's bad. That's horrendous. <laughs> I mean, fair, a lot though, of them were down at the end. Yeah, the last five laps they had to focus on the leaders. They couldn't really yes, just yeah. watch like 5th to 17th just swap places all the time. Yeah, but we've missed Lando rejumping Sainz for the lead. And yeah. then obviously Sainz bailed into the pits really early and then we sort of got like this weird strategy race where some were out for like 20 laps longer than others. Uh, but yeah, we missed that battle for the lead. We missed just so many overtakes as the race went on that we then had to watch on replays. Like race directing has been notably bad this year. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard job, but... Oh, we say this every time, yeah. but someone's probably paid enough money to do it correctly. I know the guy, so yeah, he is. <laughs> Exactly. I've worked it's, with him before. There's a flex. Yeah, tell him off. <laughs> Next time, go to him. What you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's usually because, well, at F1 Esports, he's got me to give him some advice. So, you know, it's always exactly. good there. Exactly. Did they use the same guy for F1 Esports now? The guy who was directing when I was there was the guy doing it, really, yeah. I was going to say, because normally when I did anything with coders, it was um, Dan, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he got. Uh, they got a real guy in. And me and Dan were on the fair cameras. Enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. They, again, this has gone wildly. <laughs> no one really um, cares, do they? Yeah. So obviously, like we said, Sainz pits early after Lando gets past him. Then we just see obviously George Russell and Stroll as well pit rather early in the race because Lance Stroll is, I'd argue, the worst driver on tyres in Formula One. Probably. Yeah. I, that year in Williams when he was just nowhere, he still just got a puncture every week for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad. It's mad. Like, when you think high-speed punctures, it, a lot of them are that strong. Yeah, just because he doesn't know how to save them at all. No. It's very I mean, some of the high-speed punctures are unlucky, but still. Um, yeah. yeah, so Ricardo then holds up Lewis for a few more laps as we watch Lando pull away. Uh, Ricardo then dives into the pit, and McLaren mess up the stop. Yeah. 
And like was... Ricardo was doing very well. I mean, he got a good result in the end, but before the rain, he was going to finish like lower points, wasn't he? Yes, but yeah. Without that pit stop, he could have easily been like top five without any rain, but then he was anyway. So it's he could have probably been second or third. Yeah. Had Ham- it would have been whether Hamilton got rained him or not, wouldn't it? Because Sainz was basically out of it at that point. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, Hamilton then pits in a couple of laps later. Obviously, is straight past Ricardo. Uh, slices his way through the other front runners because they don't have a Mercedes power unit. And then we just see the gap's about, what, 10 seconds to Lando no, Norris. 25 laps, isn't it? With so, about 20 laps to go. When I saw that, the I gap's coming down. Hamilton win. <laughs> exactly. But, to be fair. The, the gap's coming down. Yep. I think Lando in the interview after said that if it stayed dry, he was pretty confident of winning. Which, well, this is what I was going to yeah. say, because Hamilton got within two seconds and then just sat there for about yeah. five laps. Didn't seem to be able to get any closer. The McLaren's quick now. Like, we think the McLaren have got a good year. race car. Yeah, they've done so well this season. Exactly, and it's been great to see one. Like, more. it's hard to argue. Like, if they had won Russia, it would have actually been on just pace, pretty much. Uh it would have still been a bit of luck because obviously, obviously the, the would have probably, yeah. Like the the qualifying helps, but then once they were in the race, they would have played it to perfection and won genuinely which in Monza yeah. it was kind of due to the crashes but even then yeah. they might have but again anyway. you could yeah. argue that from this weekend as well really you could argue that for any weekend the fastest car doesn't win yeah exactly let's be real um, but yeah 10 laps to go Hamilton sat behind him then things get spicy it starts to rain Jamie <laughs> and we just believe there's a chance and I run back to catch the end of the race <laughs> Jamie runs back. You watch him run across a park because he was at a pagan festival or something like that. Well, that's getting cut out. He, he, he was submitting something to the crow people or something yes. like that. I don't know. That's definitely how it went. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it all gets a bit spicy. The rain starts dropping on the far side of the track from the pit lane, wasn't it? Turn, turn five, five and turn yeah. seven. Hamilton and Lando. It's just coming down a bit more and more. They Everyone's getting told different corner. things on the radio. Imagine if Everyone's it was actual, st- a proper street track, not Sochi, because they'd just been all been in a wall immediately. They would have probably pit earlier, wouldn't they? Or yeah. just been more careful. But if that ever happens at Monaco, like every driver's going to be in the barriers. I mean, you had the opposite of that a few years back at 2016, didn't you? Yeah, but drying up is always a little bit slower than getting wet. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, so... We see some of the other guys down the lower end of the top 10 start to dive it in. Obviously, Bottas, for example, was one that made a pit stop. did a very good call, to be fair to him. Mazepin did a very good call. Well, we watched a brilliant one-lap battle between him and Lando Norris, didn't we? Where When it was wet, he would get overtaken. And then when it got dry again, Lando would fly straight back past him, which was very, very funny. But Hamilton and Lando stay out lap after lap. Verstappen has come into the pits. And he's gaining places. The whole race. It pretty much was, to be fair. I don't, I don't know what happened, done, but all I saw of his race was he was near that train for Russell, and then yeah. in the highlights he was just getting overtaken by Alonso, which I don't know how that happened. Because Alonso pit a lot later. Okay, that makes sense. But still, that's Max rare, couldn't though, even do Russell. half the Grand Prix on hards. Yeah, probably because he had 14 slower drivers to pass. Pretty much. Um, and Bottas. But yeah, so, lap 48, we've got more cars diving in. Lap 49... Lando and Lewis both get the call to dive in. They both ignore it. Lap 50, Hamilton pits in. Even on the radio, he says to the team, I think this is the wrong call. And then suddenly, it absolutely starts belting it down on lap 51. Lando Norris goes... 
25 seconds in the first four corners. Exactly. And obviously Hamilton cruises past Lando as he's just trying to keep it out of the wall at that point. And I'll be honest, with five laps to go, I was very much in the mindset of, I want to see Hamilton win this race. (laughs) I want to see Lando win this race. I want to see them both finish one two, no matter which way round this finishes. It was so heartbreaking for Lando because he'd done so well all race. And yeah. this it, we we said it at the start. This race happens. This kind of weather happens like once in five years, and it happens to happen on Lando's debut win, which is so unfortunate. Exactly. But well, really, you could argue his debut win should have been last weekend. He could have probably got yeah. Ricardo. Yeah, and then he, he should have won Spa if he didn't crash in the qualifying as well. Yeah. So three. I was going to say <laughs> three that. Yeah, three races. of the last four Grand Prix, McLaren could have won. Yeah. Had things gone right for him. But. Yeah, I'm I mean, even the last hungry, couple of laps. Before, Ricardo was going to win until Stroll took him out. Was he? Yeah, because he was through the order crash and then Stroll just piled him from behind, didn't he? Oh, yeah, Stroll just strolled it, didn't he? Speaking of that, Stroll, he managed to take out his teammate again. That's and three Gasly. Grand Prix in a row. <laughs> and Gasly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the instant was said, though, the first part, I kind of felt a bit sorry for Lance, to be honest. Yeah, because it's such he an clearly was place. just panicking, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, I, I can imagine when when the Dacia 44 review comes out in a few weeks, it'll be the... Uh, we have Stroll there with Vettel going down the outside <laughs> of the KSI clip of him just going, shit, shit, shit! Because <laughs> <laughs> it just will be the case, won't it? Yeah. You'll just have either Lance slowly into the wall after he's just said it, just said he's okay, he can drive on those tyres, yeah. or it'll be, yeah, as he takes out Seb twice in He has corner. got no spatial awareness, though, to be fair. Like, oh, ever. yeah. Like, he is arguably one of the worst drivers for racecraft. Not in a deliberately dirty sense, just a, no. I've got no idea what I'm doing. Just, he doesn't, yeah. He doesn't know where any other car is. He just, no. it's so strange. He, he need, what he needs is a NASCAR spotter. Or just proximity arrows. You can tell why Brad gets so annoyed by him all the time. Yeah. Like, Brad on the Brad on the team radio. I don't know where <laughs> he was this weekend. Was he not on the radio this we, week? No, he wasn't on the radio Maybe this weekend. Maybe wanted by the Russian Mafia or something. Okay. <laughs> right. That's why Martin Brundle doesn't go to Russia ever. Is it? Yeah, he's not been to Russia for the last like three or four years. And it's because he's wanted well, by the Russian mafia. That's why I think, yeah. That's what you think, is it? <laughs> but Brundle just goes to Grand Prix that are boring. He, he just goes go to, to the Grand ones Prix that he wants to. He, I think he doesn't exactly. like flying very much, so he just goes to like commutable races. <laughs> <laughs> He goes to any race he can get to via train. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Brundle's mentality. Um, but yeah, I mean, the final few laps were carnage. Obviously, heartbreak for Lando. We saw Charles Leclerc almost bin it as well. Uh, Latifi retired out of nowhere. Do we know what that was? Um, I heard... I watched the like radio at the end of the race. He clouded the wall, got a bit of front-wing damage. It was like, right, that's it, we're out. A bit like Arav in, uh, in uh, whatever it is, his career modes. Because no they, 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 they couldn't bother to fix it, so they just retired him because it was like three laps to go. Fair enough. So. That, that seems about right. He reminded me of Seb back at Imola, where he retired and still beat both Haskells. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, the final few laps were... I mean, you can't even really describe them, because, to be honest, yeah, even we don't really cheating. know what happened it was at like, this point. When I started watching, Alonso was third, like, a, a half a tenth ahead of Sainz and whoever else was there as well. And then yeah. suddenly Verstappen went from like 8th to 2nd because he was on Inters and I didn't even know what everyone was on. It was so yeah. confusing. But Let me just get exciting. up a couple of quick stats for you. I like the, uh, Twitter. the Twitter uh, where it's so like obviously, yeah. the last 7 laps where it just all changed. 
that's what I'm looking at exactly now. Yeah, the six slippery laps. So, in lap 47 to lap 53, Norris goes from the lead to seventh. Should have Hamilton been ninth, goes second way, to first. Yeah, I felt sorry for him. Should have been ninth. Yep. Verstappen went seventh to second. Perez went third to ninth. Sainz <laughs> went fourth to third. Alonso went fifth to sixth. Ricardo went third, sixth to fourth. Was for a bit. Yep. Uh, Leclerc went from like 8th to 15th, 15th, I want to say, at the end of it. And then Vettel and Stroll were both inside the top 10 and finished outside there. Russell was outside the top 10 and suddenly came 10th in the end. And Bottas, yeah, was 14th all day <laughs> and frauded a P5. And like I said, I'm a Mercedes fan and even I was annoyed by he that. He was dr- driving behind the- Gasly for like 50 laps. He spent laps. the <laughs> entire Grand Prix within one second of Gasly, whether in front or behind him. He's and so then just useless. out of nowhere, frauds P5. Yeah. Like, what on no earth clue. was that? How on earth he got that? Bring but yeah, this is what I sort of thought was quite funny as well. The fact that people were moaning about how lucky Hamilton was. Verstappen made got way five luckier. places. To be exactly. fair, if you look at points, it's not much difference. It's like Hamilton effectively gaining seven. Verstappen yeah, gaining but what? Verstappen. 10? 12. 12, yeah. 12, yeah. So really, yeah, Hamilton was unlucky there. Yeah, so unlucky to get his 100th win in F1. What, what an unlucky exactly. driver. Exactly. <laughs> 100 wins, though. Can we just take a minute to ridiculous. appreciate that? That is a bonkers That's that, almost a tenth of all the races. Like, exactly. Over 71 years, you take yeah. any race, there's a 10% chance Hamilton's won it. Hamilton's won and it. Like and like a I mean, 9% many, chance of shooting How many races has Hamilton done? <laughs> he's not even hit 300, has he yet? I think he's very close, like 280 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it must be around 280 if we're talking 20 times 14. Let's have a look. How many? I think, yeah, it must be about 270 odd. Um, Hamilton has done 280. Spot oh, on. I'm so good at this. So he's got, yeah, a better. So he's got a 35% win. That rate. must be second best of anyone who's done any sort of decent number. Because Fangio had like 50%. No, Fangio had 50%. Yeah. yeah, but I don't count. Like, not that I don't count Fangio's, <laughs> but really it was. Even again, he was just racing against rich people, which Formula One's going back to, yeah. which is weird. Um, highest win percentage. Bring back uh, Van Wall and Cooper, IMO. The true, yeah. the true constructors. A true constructor. Isn't Cooper still around technically? I mean, that's completely off topic. But I don't think they ever went what do, first. What do you mean? Did they, the they team just that get bought out? the team that was Cooper isn't it like Mercedes or something now? No. Oh. Fair. I don't know. I don't think so because Honda just put their own way in. No, because they bought. They were Tyrrell for sure. BAR, yeah. Who but bought by Tyrrell? We're just going to go down a rabbit hole Whatever. there, aren't we? We'll ignore this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So yeah, heartbreak for Lando Norris at the end of the day. But had you been in his position without hindsight, I would have done the same thing. Yeah, if I, thing I is, said if actually he... in a video I uploaded yesterday, I did the same thing in a recent yeah. video. <laughs> if he pitted, he's accepting second. You've got to send it when you've led the whole race. Yeah, you've got to. Yeah. Like, because the thing is as well, people seem to forget. Lando doesn't care if he finishes P two now. He's had podiums. He's this out year. of the he championship. Wants a win. Yeah. Exactly. Like you can talk about the championship and things like that. Drivers wise, it doesn't actually matter whether he wants to go to the FIA Prize Gala or not. Really, they could still jump Bottas, but for a lot of people, it's a night that you'd rather just spend at home. Yeah. Um, just there for the free drinks, really, that's it. That's basically the only reason why Kimi Raikkonen yeah. tries to go, <laughs> wasn't it? Just because it's absolutely lathered. Um, but 
Yeah, he's not going to... McLaren are finishing third in the constructors, basically, guaranteed. They've currently got the third best car. Although Ferrari aren't far behind still. Ferrari are weirdly consistent this year. Yeah. For how much talk there's been about McLaren, the fact that Ferrari is still right behind yeah. is kind of mad when you think about and it. Sainz been doing really Sainz well. has been he's a ahead worldly. Of, ahead of Leclerc in the championship. We no laugh. one will talk about him because he's El Racismo, but, yeah. <laughs> like, but he's doing he really has well. been. Three podiums to Leclerc's one. I'd argue Sainz has been the third or fourth best driver this year. Top five, maybe top six. There's a lot of good drivers. Top six? There's been a lot of standouts, but I'm thinking Lando Norris for me has been driver of the year up to now. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Verstappen and I Hamilton. I then top say five. Verstappen. <coughs> Hamilton, no, Hamilton by his own standards. With about yeah, this is the problem. Hamilton yeah. has had a mega season, the fact he's able to keep up with Verstappen in a faster car for the most part. But by Hamilton's standards, it's been pretty poor on quite he's a few had, like, occasions. He's had like two wins in the last 11 races. Yeah, one through the, the fact first he's four. won five races this year is yeah. kind of insane, isn't it? Like, it has but, just been yeah. the Senna versus Prost year between Hamilton and Verstappen. Yeah, literally. So, I don't know. I've still put Hamilton up there, but I don't think by his own standards. I'd put him with a round science, like that yeah. third or then fourth. Gazi's George Russell as well. well. Gasly as well, I'd put up there. Yeah, Gasly has been quietly brilliant throughout a lot of the year as well. Um, but yeah, Russia, it finally delivered. And remember, the good news. We're leaving after next year, just oh, yeah. after it delivers us a good race, which well, we everyone more, seems yeah. to have forgotten about as well. Bottas we've got one more chance after. for it to be absolutely awful again. <laughs> but yeah, we've got, we got one more year of Sochi, which, to be honest, I think I'm still happy about. Because a rain like that can make any race interesting. Yeah, but that's not going to rain again, is it? <laughs> Quote this. Yeah, that's in, what I mean. In 12 months' time, it's not going to rain in Sochi next year. That's what I mean. I'm not worried about Sochi getting dropped. Oh, okay. I thought you said you wanted of this to one race. have one more year. Oh, no. No, no we're, I think terrible. we're agreeing with each other by disagreeing. Yeah. But, yeah. Alfa Romeo won two next year, though. Bottas from Joe. Probably. Probably. Um, but, yeah, some other notable stats I'd like to get into as well. Uh, Williams have outscored... Uh, Aston Martin in the last five Grand Prix, I want to say, since the summer break. 23 to 11. Probably before. No, but he'll be hungry because Aston Martin. Yeah, hungry, zero. sorry. Yeah, last five Grand Prix, yeah. 23 to 11. In the last six Grand Prix, George Russell has <laughs> equaled Perez. With a better result, which, so he's technically had on count back. <laughs> yep, and bearing in mind, had that better result given full points, he'd be even further ahead. I mean, they can't get full points for two laps, can you? <laughs> two non racing laps, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All he had to do was not crash but on his way to the grid, which Perez managed. So Perez could finish Talking sixth of this year on as well. Talking crashing the grid, we, we don't talk about F two this weekend. No, <laughs> uh, I didn't even get to see that, but I thought I was quite funny when I heard about it. The yeah, I, 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 I woke virtuoses. up. I woke up and saw F two tweet. Both you and virtuoses aren't going to start. So that was a good. I didn't. Which I stayed in bed. Insane. <laughs> insane. Um, Perez, yeah, could now finish the year sixth, maybe even seventh or eighth. How is he? Really getting, how is he carrying on? Like, because I think he <coughs> provides a lot of value and experience to Red Bull. But he's be doing honest. no better than Alvin or Gasly did, realistically. He's probably doing worse. Mm. Red Bull is quicker this year than it is of then. But McLaren there's also a more competitive grid. You've got. To, I'd, I'd argue, Gasly and Albon would probably be behind or behind Leclerc and Ricciardo. Yeah, maybe. I would have thought. Yeah, Sainz, Norris, Leclerc would have already taken more points out of them than they have on Perez. And, of course, remember Perez, when he needed to win a race, actually did. Although Only because Hamilton lucky. locked up and Verstappen blew up. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Exactly. But he was there when he needed to be. Yeah. And I think All that he did was, was thing, finish third, it? effectively, and he's always been a bit good at Baku. That was his one good track. track. He's so. always good at like some really odd tracks. Yeah. Sochi has always been a good track for him, as well. Mm, has it? Monaco again. Monaco is good at. To be fair, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very, very weird and wonderful is Sergio Perez in the world of Formula One. But yeah, he's only seven and a half points ahead of Sainz now. Sixteen ahead of Leclerc. Get Dennis and then Hager twenty. In. 25 ahead of Daniel Ricciardo but yeah you, you actually brought me on quite nicely to the next things I sort of want to discuss <laughs> then we, we kind of rattled through a Grand Prix rather quickly yeah, we might because actually it was only a... really about 10 laps worth of action and I saw but everyone's going to remember it as a banger and didn't watch the yeah. middle 14 it was great <laughs> exactly you, you've learned how to F1 properly Yeah. let's talk about Formula 2 and Formula 3 then Dennis Hauger champion at last we kind of all knew it would happen from about round happen. 3 yeah it's been, it's been happening for about 6 months now but Fair yeah, play. good Alpha job Tari by him. And... I mean, he lost a lot of points to Doohan, didn't he? In the end, yeah, yeah. And tried Doohan was a lot closer to him than he ever should have been. Oh, and yet, team, tried and won the constructors. Because <coughs> uh, Caldwell and Leclerc are absolute frauds. So exactly. <laughs> Hauger beat exactly. everyone easily and still didn't win like, the prima title. Well, Hauger would have been like fourth in the constructors by himself, yeah. wouldn't he? Well, he basically wasn't in the constructors by himself with those two teammates. Basically, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, Trident were lucky because they have what's it, uh, Novelak and Duin that were both front runners. Really consistent, yeah. I quite like Clement yeah. Novelak. And uh, the French one, yeah. Martins, he's quite good as well. Although he's Victor Alpine, Martins, so yeah, there's no good. chance he's getting an F1 seat ever. No, exactly. So. He's going to be stuck in F3 for another three years now. Um, apparently, as well, Hauger is looking incredibly likely to be going Premier next year. Yeah. So I reckon Premier are going to be having a whole new lineup, well, unless yeah, by Piastri some. Will. Castro's going to win it. Year. I can't see Schwartzman doing another year. Yeah. What do you think? Porcher? Maybe? I can see them trying to put Porcher in the Prima for a Porcher, second. Porcher, Hauger would be a really, really good lineup. Would be an absolute beast of a lineup. Which yeah. I would I would back quite highly. They would dominate um, the constructors, other teams. Exactly. Do, actually, no, do we reckon. No. Uh, I would imagine actually saying that, Porcher would probably stay. Is he with. He's ART with, or yeah, is actually, Chiru, if it was ART, he's with because that's that's um, yeah, because Fred, Fred Vasseur owns team. it, yeah. isn't it? So I would have Who thought, yeah, he'll stay at ART next year. Who would go to Prima? He's been good at a bad team. Some I mean, people saying Jack Doohan from F3. Don't, I don't think they'll take two rookies on. No, exactly. I can't see them also having because Jack Doohan is he Red Bull backed as well? I think so. I can't see Prima having two Red Bull paint schemes. Who's on the, the young grid. Ferrari driver? I've... There aren't really many. No, there aren't many good ones either. Arthur Leclerc? Put him <laughs> in the Prima? <laughs> I need to look at that. I mean, you, you could have someone be. like a Victor Martins in there, I suppose. But again, I think Prima <coughs> was very reluctant because obviously like Alpine and Red Bull are really trying to put their own liveries on the junior cars, yeah, aren't yeah. they? Whether you have someone else. Because Mercedes, have they got any young drivers in like F3? I know we discussed this last week, but the Mercedes got... are like the team that takes out like the best drivers in the world, but has like no one else. I'll tell you who could. That's, a, that's an outside shout. Richard for sure. He's no. pretty decent in MP. No, surely not. I, I quite rate him. Oh, here we go. Fred Vesti is a Mercedes junior. Oh, yeah. Fred Vesti is a good shout. So he might go there, potentially. Um, Mercedes young driver is six people. Haven't they got like a fourteen-year-old from an African country? They've got um, 
George Russell. Obviously. Technically a silly young driver. Yeah. <laughs> They've got Andrea Kimi Antonelli, uh, who is Italian and has no Wikipedia page, so clearly must be very good. Or very young. Uh, they've they've got Estonian Paul Aaron, who races in Formula Regional. Um, and Alex Powell, who's Jamaican. Maybe that was the one. I, I remember they signed a really, really young one earlier in the year. Yeah, I don't think he counts as a young driver. No, sorry, junior team rather than oh, young yeah. driver. Oh, yeah, not junior team. Uh, Fred Vesti, and then you've got Yan Pu Chi from China, nice. who is going to be China's first Formula One driver. Really? Even though he's in karting. <laughs> We we ignore Guan Yu Zhou apparently. We we do ignore Guan Yu Zhou because but nice Yan to get talking about one. We were talking about F one and F two and F three and we just went completely off topic again. But yep. F two Piastri's just become really good, which is quite annoying. What do you mean just become? No, he's at the start really of the year good. he was consistent but a bit erratic. Now he's just winning everything. It's annoying. Yeah, because he's <laughs> spent enough time in the car now where he's just gonna slap Zhou up silly, even though Zhou's been in the car for like three years. Nice Formula Three Abu Dhabi title, yeah, fraud. Yeah, the the what Asian F three, what a title that is. Got him like twenty five super license points. What really? It got him a lot. It's not enough to get F one, but it's a lot of the no, way there. There's that's mad. I think it's forty. I think it's forty points. Forty needed for a super license. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get twenty five for Asian Formula Three. I swear it was something Surely. like that. <laughs> The thing is, you are probably right because I think winning F two is worth like fifty. Winning F two gets you in. Well, top three in F two gets you in on its own. So yeah. Yeah, it's fifty, forty-five, forty. I think, I think that's two, he needs something like ninth to get enough points over the last three years because obviously he's got his F two yeah. results as well. So that's if he insane. bottles top nine in the championship, I will be amazed. <laughs> I reckon he will. I would laugh if he did. Are you still finishing top two? I don't care. I would. Sochi's just a bad. I guy. love the fact you put P two as a formality on I Friday. Know. I know. He does a and shocker then suddenly Saturday morning he bins it before the race has even started. But yeah. yeah, we've now got another two months till another F2 race, and we've, yep. got, we've got two left. Uh, yeah, Yedda, Jedda, and Yasmarina. Jedda, Yedda. Um, but luckily, they've confirmed they're changing the calendar next oh, year. Oh, yeah, they're so going it's back. It's not complete eggs. And we're going back to, we're getting the best of this calendar as well. Like, not the calendar, sorry, the format. Because yeah. they're keeping the feature race first. No, second. Yes. And they're not making, they're not making any results to find a grid anymore, which is really good. Yeah, I was going to say as well, Sundays are going to be bloody busy now on F1 weekends if they've got feature races to do for junior stuff. That'd be great, yeah. I mean, hopefully, yeah. I mean, because in the the perfect world for me, what would happen? Just this is the perfect world just because of my work. <laughs> they would do qualifying and then the two junior races. Is that what they're going to do? Or is it likely one of them's going to be before one, one of them's them going to be after? F3 will probably be in yeah. the morning. Probably. Probably. But, yeah, it's it's nice to see. I can understand what they were trying to do with F2 and F3 this year. They were trying to cut costs, really. But it has been teams. an absolute flop, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been so bad. <laughs> it, like, it's... the time between races, the format of the races where race one's always dead. F3's been okay. Worried. But yeah, they F3's have just completely okay. slaughtered F2. And I think this is the problem, isn't it? No one can remember what's happened in F2 this year, so all the hype is around drivers from last season. Yeah. And, like... I follow F2 very much. I think I've watched every race until Sochi this year and yeah. actively support a driver in it. Like, he's my favourite driver. And it's just been... It's so difficult to follow. I just don't get excited about it. Like, especially when the calendar has been shocking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't it's, know. it's just been... I mean, we moan about this every week, don't we? But yeah. we're just happy it's changing again. I'm very happy. I reckon they watched the podcast and learnt this is what you yeah, had to yeah. do. Hello, F2 people. 
hello nice to, to see people. you um but yeah anything else to talk about though before we round out i feel like i forgot I one thing so. but then i say that every week yeah what's next oh turkey turkey yeah. turkey 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 which i also don't think i can watch which is great <laughs> top three predictions for istanbul so we had loads of hyper writers civil last year and then it just became a bath for the whole weekend yeah, but it did create a good race. It did create a good race, but yeah, How I think it would be a... dry inters. Yeah, that was so strange, and it took like two hours to do because the lap was about two minutes long over the whole race. Yep. Uh, Ferrari were weirdly good last year. Red Bull. Yeah, but that was because the car had no power to spin at the wheels. That's true. Obviously, Racing Point got a one-three in quali, and then Perez finished second. So Aston Martin. I no. Mean, yeah, Perez, Perez was, was third. Oh, sorry, Perez finished the race second. Yeah, sorry, he was quality third. Yeah, quality third. I'll go... I mean, one thing I want to say, which I forgot about, the, the, like, the cream of the crop in F1 always comes to the top. You know, like, a mental race like that, which anything could happen, and it's still a Hamilton Verstappen one too. Like, yeah. The fact just, Hamilton won yeah. that race as well by 53 seconds. I think yeah. the maths for this. <laughs> Hamilton pulled, like, 53 seconds in three laps. If he'd done that throughout <laughs> the entirety of the Grand Prix, he would have been nine and a half minutes ahead. <laughs> Yeah, would that's have, like a would have Jim won Clark by about win. six laps. So that's no one else would have scored points because yeah. they wouldn't have done 90%. Because <laughs> <laughs> those kind of extrapolations always make a load of sense. So. Exactly, exactly. But it's yeah. only ever Hamilton win the wins a Grand Prix by near enough a minute. The last time a driver won by that much was Hamilton at Silver 08. Yeah. I mean, Barrichello had a slow stop, so he would have been closer. But... <laughs> Making excuses Not for a race by a lot. Yeah. Years ago. <laughs> He was still a minute and five seconds behind. Yeah, it maybe would have been under a minute, but... <laughs> still, so yeah. Just uh, I'll not... go... I think Red Bull were looking good last year until it started raining in Turkey. They weren't. They were. Verstappen should have got pole, and then it got dry enough for Inters. Oh, yeah. Crying. Saturday they were good, and then Sunday they were pretty Sunday, mad, yeah. weren't they? Because they both Alban kept was going to win, and they just spun. <laughs> yeah, and then Verstappen also binned it as well. Yeah, he was too him. impatient. He just became 2016 Verstappen again for a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I'll go Verstappen win because I'm a fanboy. And then Fair enough. Hamilton second because F1's too predictable. And throw in a random one. Pierre Gasly. Why not? Hey! <laughs> Alpha Tauri OP. They're always good at track you're, like you're a madman. They, they, well, were, good at, gonna... they were good at uh, Zandvoort. It's quite similar I'm going to make it interesting then. I am going to go. I just want to hate on you. Hamilton. Verstappen, just so we haven't gone the same <laughs> And Carlos Sainz third. Oh, another podium showing up like Flair. Exactly we should work. Like, I podium. bet I've predicted Verstappen to win every race this season, I feel like. Pretty much. Apart and I feel Sochi. like to make it interesting, I've predicted a lot of Hamilton <laughs> yeah. dubs to counter that. But, yeah. The Russian Grand Prix, though. It finally delivered something good. Thank you all so much for watching this video. Let us know your predictions for Turkey next time out as well down in the comments below. Uh, we're still working on some behind-the-scenes things for this podcast, or I am anyway. Jamie isn't. He just shows just up once up a week. and talk for a bit. Exactly. Yeah. Jamie just turns up and likes to sex it up a little, uh, if you will, <laughs> as well here. But, yeah, let us know your, co your thoughts down below. What's that? That wasn't in the script. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, let us know your predictions for the Turkish Grand Prix next weekend. Let us know just how gutted you are when Hamil uh, when Lando sorry, didn't win the Grand Prix as well. And yeah, we'll be back 
next week we've we've got a Jamie. We can do a special oh, podcast because yeah. there's no what Grand Prix. We, One of our we've got so ideas. many things. We've got so many random ideas for podcasts we want to do, and then F1 keeps giving us Grand Prix, so we can't get on with How what we wanted it. to do. Give us a exactly. ten race Shocking. Exactly. Bring back the 1950s. <laughs> Four races a year. Every week we have to do a moment of silence because someone's died. <laughs> it would be, it would be absolute scenes. But yeah, we'll be back next week before I say anything else that's really bad. And yeah, thank you all so much for watching, and we'll see you guys very soon.